Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Not About Chris podcast slash blurb slash mashup of things that I want to discuss. Today we're recording episode 58 and I am excited about this episode because I've wanted to record this or put this on record for the past three months. Okay. And it's, you've seen the title, Unemployed, Scratch the UN. And the reason why I've wanted to record this episode for the past three months is because I've kept a secret over those months, which is that I got laid off. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really keep it a secret uh, from everyone. I kept I kept it a secret from my family, my, my parents more specifically, because to me, being unemployed is like the biggest disappointment in life. I've I've started working since I since I was seventeen. You know, 17 or 16, my first job, I remember it was a barista in a coffee shop called Second Cup. And for those who know me for a long time, you've probably seen me at this coffee shop and I've probably made you a nice latte cappuccino or or whatever, caramel something. So those were the good old days, you know, and and I got a job, not because like I wanted to, but because I've gotten pressure from my dad from the get-go. I, I feel like since I started walking, my dad is, has been like, you got to earn your your shit. You know, you have to pull up pull up your weight. So, so yeah, since I'm pretty much 16, got a job, started working, paying for my own shit. Um, obviously, I still lived with my parents and they've provided for a lot, but I've, be, I've, I've been trained psychologically, mentally to be self-sufficient. So yeah, I've worked that and then I've I've jumped from job to job to job to job. Like I've never taken a break. I worked in a bank. I've worked in retail, like for uh, appliances. I've worked, what did I work? I worked in a travel agency company. I've worked, I cleaned garages for a few weeks. Um, I did everything. I've done, I've been a construction worker, like a, an assistant construction worker. What else, man? My CV is thick as a brick. I mean, obviously I don't put all these small silly experiences uh, on there but I've done pretty much a lot of stuff I've worked customer service I've worked oh I've worked for tax software companies I've worked in accounting obviously that's my whole career path but yeah so I've never really taken a break and and I've, I've wanted to you know at one point I remember in my early, late teens or early 20s there was I had a lot of university classes and huge difficult exams and I basically like I wanted to quit or take a break because and I told my dad like dad I need to study you know I need to kill my classes uh, or else I have I'm gonna fail he's like yo fuck you you're not quitting jack shit you're gonna keep working you're gonna earn money and you're gonna pay for your shit I'm not paying like I'm not I'm not gonna be supporting you financially 100% I want you to pull up your weight and and honestly I almost failed those classes but I passed them miraculously so thank god so anyways all this to say um fast forward like 10 years and i find myself in the late october of 2022 pretty much the last days of october and i get a call or i get scheduled on a call called uh, <laughs> uh what is it called it's called yearly review or something like that like yeah, i don't know just like something slick so whatever, I hop on that call on a Monday morning and my boss, my new boss, because my boss changed, uh, they say, uh, Chris, um, we've taken the decision to let you go, you know, after uh, deliberate conversations and, and thinking, we, we're going to have to like, uh, you know, 
tell you <laughs> goodbye and uh, like no hard feelings you know we're giving you a severance package we're gonna pay you for a whole month we're gonna give you access to a bunch of resources and that's that you know and to be honest i wasn't extremely sad i wasn't really too shocked and the reason why is because over the past few years at that latest em employer i mean it's been it's been very like heavy and I'm not talking about the job per se, like the job was actually pretty cool and interesting and fun, but it was the a little bit the environment and we had some clogging points, some points of inefficiencies that I I couldn't solve. Not because it w I, I couldn't, but because the firm didn't want to solve them. Like it was just like, there was some inefficiencies and those like pretty much killed my, how do we say, motivation. And yeah, I was kind of a zombie at work and um, I wasn't giving it my 100%. Uh, I was dead weight. I'm not going to lie. I was dead weight, but I was still pulling my work. Like I was doing my job, but I wasn't going above and beyond like I was expected to. And, and obviously my employer realized that, and, and even like I, we were working remotely. And at one point they were asking us to come back to the office to re revigorate the, the energy and the soul and, and the whole thing. And I, I told them, fuck off. You know, I told them, I don't want to go back to the office. I'm fucking in Mexico. I'm working from here. Like I'm chilling. So so yeah, I love the flexibility of working from home, but, and they asked me to come back and I said no. And they're like, okay, well, that's strike one. And then they asked me to go back to school to get another uh, designation, another title. I already have one. They wanted to, like, they wanted me to specialize even more. And that's something I'm trying to stay clear of. I want to be like a, a jack of all trades, not a master of one. So again, I denied them to that. So that was strike two. And, and then they're like, okay, I mean, Chris, we're starting to, we're starting to uh, question your your commitment to this firm, to this role, to this place, you know. So, and I'm like, honestly, you guys are right. When they told me, uh, like, we decided to let you go, I told them, I, w I, w I wasn't even sad. I was like, I was relieved. And I told them, I'm pretty sure I told them, like, good choice, good move on you, you know. Because honestly, I was praying over the past, let's say, six months, I was praying to God to give me the strength to quit or that they, they find a good reason to, to kick me out or a bad reason. It didn't matter. So anyways, I, I, I got what I wanted, you know, I got laid off. I got a severance package and, and that's it. But it was still crazy. It still impacted me a lot. And I, I think I fell into a depression after it, like in the, in, in the month of November and December, I mean, I, I hid the truth from my parents, which is something I, I never did. You know, I couldn't tell them I lost my job. I, I lied to them for two, three months. And then it was like, um, it was just like me being jobless. I felt like my purpose in life like faded. I was like, what the hell do I do? I'm a grown ass man. I'm approaching my thirties. I have no job. Like what kind of man am I? Like the, the provider that I'm supposed to be the guy who's building something, you know, the future. Like uh, that, all that fell through and, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I had like a huge, huge crisis with myself, but it was, it was absolutely needed. Like I had to go through this. I had to feel that kind of vulner vulnerability and it was, uh, it was great to, to go through it. It was difficult as hell, but, but the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm able to record this now, it finally is because there's a few opportunities lining up and i think uh, i'm pretty confident about them crystallizing in the next few weeks days maybe so so that's why i'm comfortable and i've come at peace with with being unemployed it's it's a tough time you know 
And that's why actually like when people get laid off and now there's a huge wave of layoffs, right? Like in the tech world, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, they're all like shedding like 12, 15, 20% of their workforce. But usually companies like that that are significant or big enough, they give resources, they give access to uh, therapy and, and all kinds of support. Um, to, to be able to go through the, these times because, yeah, getting laid off, is it's heavy. It, it takes a toll on you. And that's that, man. Like, I don't know. It, it was difficult. I was losing my mind. And thank God, thank God there was there was someone back home that went through the same thing as me. Like, they got laid off on the 24th of October and I got laid off on the 26th or something like that. So we went through the same process at the same time. So it was so good to have someone to share this with. Because if I had to do it alone, I would have lost my mind. It was so difficult. Every day I would wake up and I'd be like questioning my existence. I'm like, why am I alive? Like, what am I doing with my life? And the worst part or the best part was that like, I wanted to be, I didn't want to be home. I didn't want to be back home, like actively looking for a job or like a typical traditional job, you know, in the office. Like I had plans in my head. I wanted to keep working remotely. I wanted to be somewhere that I enjoyed, AKA Mexico or anywhere else in the world where it's not negative fucking 40 degrees. So, you know, I had these plans on in my mind, but at the same time, I, I felt like I was being like, like pulled back by, by, by the circumstances. So, so yeah, it was tough and can't believe I, I gone through it, but I'm so glad I did. And I feel like I'm, I'm a stronger person uh, <laughs> uh, after it all. Like, okay, so let me explain something. So when you when you're cut off your financial resources, when the the cash inflow stops, like y- your brain jumps into like fight or flight mode. At least that's me. And it doesn't matter how rich you are. You can have a hundred thousand dollars in your savings account. You could sustain yourself for a long time. But it doesn't matter. The fact that the money in the incoming money stops. It's just like, what's going on? Like, you, you do, at least for me, I'm an accountant. Like, maybe that's how I'm like, I'm like, like built in my mind. Like, I'm, I, I, I kind of panic. I start being extremely frugal. I try to not go out as much or I try, I try to save on, on everything, you know, even though like, like I have some savings, I could sustain myself for a while and I don't really need to be too frugal, just a little bit. But I like it doesn't matter. I I went full like I kind of went full force frugal. Like that's that's how I operate, and I kind of had to fight through it because you know you can't stop living. You still have to go out. You still have to enjoy yourself for your sanity. But yeah, it was scary, and you know I have I have obligations too. You know, like there's liabilities, there's cash outflows. You know, money comes out, keeps always goes out. If you're Canadian, you know, you have mortgage one, mortgage two, insurance one, insurance two, insurance three, insurance four. And then you have like the odd shit that comes out. Your credit card just like, just like automatically like increases, like the balance. It just goes up. Like could be anything. Could be Netflix, could be Disney plus, could be fucking Amazon prime, could be Spotify, YouTube premium could be your fucking two dollars that come out uh, from your Google Drive because you need more space. You know, it, it just like racks up, and then and then you have your phone, you have your you know. Anyways, I'm not gonna go into detail. You guys know this, so yeah, it's part of the the stresses. But uh, yeah, it goes to show, or I think I guess the moral of the story is like build a a safety net, create a cushion because you never know what happens. And you hear these stories, like sometimes we feel, we take our jobs for granted. I know I did so bad. I took my job for granted, but like 
I was like empty. I was soulless at this stage. Like I was dry as a toast. I couldn't give it any anymore. But I took it for granted and I lost it. And then, and then I realized how you really have to have a safety net and you have to be careful. A lot of people live day to day, paycheck to paycheck. Um, and I mean, sometimes people have no choice, but if you do try to try to stay clear of that lifestyle because it's not good. It's not good because you can lose your job at any moment. And we've seen this in the news recently and it's scary stuff. I think just lying to my parents was, was one of the toughest parts of, of this uh, experience. I, 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 I'm, I'm the type of guy who's nothing to hide. My fr- my parents are my best friends and just having to lie to them about me not having a job was, was, was heavy on me. But honestly, I wanted to tell them like as soon as possible. But then I got on a call with my sister. I remember a few, like one day after I got laid off and I told her first, thank God I told her first. And then like I told her, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the parents. And then we hung up. And then like two seconds later, two minutes later, she calls me back. She's like, Chris, you know what? I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe if you should keep this to yourself, because she knows my parents as much as I do, if not more, you know, she knows that they will flip. She knows that if I'm in Mexico, and I don't have a job. My parents will like not be able to do one plus one. They, they'll lose their mind. Thank God I followed her advice. And um, yeah, I'm forever grateful. And honestly, I think that being unemployed for a bit is amazing. I needed those three months off just to, to find myself a little bit. Because work takes so much time of our time, we kind of forget ourselves, you know, like I've, I've started doing things that I haven't done, like started working out a bit at home, start, I'm like 10 times more healthy. Uh, I eat relatively better. I mean, that's arguable, but I started reading books, like, because I have so much time on my hand, you know, I've started, I invested in people, I invested in people so much more, like, like I talk to people more. That's what time gives you. It, it makes you like refocus and, and invest your time and energy on other people. Sometimes it's well invested. Sometimes it's absolutely badly invested. Actually, no, I, I take that back. It's never really badly invested. Um, it's all, you, you always learn from from every investment, whether it's it's pos- uh, like positive or a bit less positive. So, so yeah. So that's it. I'm gonna cut it short. I hope everybody's doing good. Reach out if you ever get into a situation like this. I'll be happy to consult, to advise, and to support. Take it easy. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.